0: I feel like this is probably one of those things that a lot of us have thought, but only internet trolls actually say out loud. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. The audacity of my husband to tell me he's tired after I'm the one who got up with the baby all night. Y'all, this was a huge point of tension in our relationship for a little bit and today we're gonna chat about the things we've thought but probably don't say out loud because we hear it we know how awful and usually irrational it is but I want to validate and normalize these thoughts and open up this conversation because that's what I do. There were so many mornings when I would be sitting out here, feeding the baby, you know, chilling on the couch with him, and Derek would come stumbling out of the bedroom being like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, for what? Like, why are you tired? Because I don't remember you getting up with the baby at all or, you know, being up since 4.30 this morning with him or, you know... Whatever, I'm thinking all of these things in my brain, not saying anything to him. Just like, look away, look back at the baby, focus on him. But I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? (laughs) Your audacity to tell me you're tired right now? Not interested. But he's allowed to be tired. He went to work the day before. He stayed up late working on work things he also was woken up every time the baby you know cried in the night or whatever like he is allowed to be a sleepy human just because i think i'm more tired that gives me the right to say like you're not allowed to be tired no okay that's just like the memes, you know, like you don't know tired until you're a parent and, you know, these kids saying they're they're tired. Well, you don't, you have no idea. Like, yes, you're allowed to fucking know what it is to be tired, even if you don't have children or, you know, you didn't get up as many times as your partner did or whatever. It's not a competition. There's no tit for tat when it comes to this, okay? But I'm also seeing this a lot All across social media, anytime someone shares a struggle, there are people who A, either have the thoughts or B, have the thoughts and verbalize them, right? We call those internet trolls where we say something, right? I might show up on my social media and fortunately, I don't really know that I've had this experience personally, but I've seen it where you share a struggle And somebody likes to chime in and say, somebody else has it worse. Yep. I'm aware. I was not trying to take the cake for how terrible my life is, right? Because someone will literally always have it worse than you. That's just a fact. Someone in this world will always have it worse than you by some standard of the definition of what worse is, right? Someone else is homeless. Someone else is living in a third world country and doesn't have clean water. Someone else is wrongly accused and in prison for something they didn't do. Someone else is, you know, battling suicidal thoughts. Someone else is at war. Someone else is, you know, like there's, it's constant, right? That's not the point. We are allowed to have our struggles and still be grateful for what we have. So I personally have struggled with this when becoming a new mom, when finding out I was pregnant. Some of my favorite people in this world have struggled with infertility. And when I found out I was pregnant and it happened pretty quickly for us, I was feeling the weight of that. Like, I didn't want to... Like, I explicitly told Derek, let's not tell people. Let's just not say how long we've been trying. Let's just, like, leave it out of the conversation. Because I didn't want people to know the details about our journey. And looking back, that's not really fair to the integrity of our story, right? But I was like, people are going to feel a type of way if... They know that essentially it was easy for us. And I'm not allowed to struggle with my first trimester symptoms where I'm throwing up all day, every single day, completely exhausted, a hormonal, emotional wreck. Like, I'm not allowed to admit or share any of that because there are other women and families who would kill to be in my position, right? And that's a really toxic way of thinking but I want to normalize we've all had those thoughts right like your favorite big influencer who is super wealthy wealthy and lives in a beautiful home and has a really like picture perfect relationship and life and you admire a lot of things about them and then you know They have the audacity to share about a time that they're anxious or, you know, a struggle that they're having or when they lose a loved one and it's like, yeah, well, I bet it's easier to cry in your, you know, $600 sheets at night, you know, (laughs) like you can, your brain goes there. At least you don't have financial problems. At least you don't have to do this by yourself because you're in a loving relationship at least, right? And we do this. We like try to knock people down a peg as if their experience isn't valid because they have A, B, or C. And I want us not to do that. I'm trying really hard not to do that in my life. When Derek comes out of the bedroom and says he's tired, he's allowed to be tired. Just because I perceive that I'm probably more tired (laughs) doesn't mean that he can't be tired. I have the opportunity probably throughout the day to lay down at the same time as Lars and take a nap if I want to. He's going to go to work for the day. And when he gets home from work, he's going to exercise and move his body and eat dinner. And then he's going to go to bed when I do. Like, he didn't have any downtime in his day. So he's allowed to be tired because he might feel a different kind of tired than I do. Work stress kind of tired. Okay, we don't want to put ourselves in a position where we're constantly pitting our experiences against someone else's. It leads to really nasty things resentments, um, shame, guilt. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to self validate, meaning you can say, I am allowed to be tired and my partner can also be tired, okay? I'm allowed to share my struggles with anxiety and depression and be grateful for all that I have and my access to resources and supports and coaching and therapy, right? Because I know not everybody has that. So this is your reminder your loving, gentle, friendly reminder that other people have these thoughts too. And it's okay that sometimes your first thought is like, yeah, well, at least you have a nice home or at least you have, you know, whatever, money or... I don't know why that's the only example I'm thinking of, but it's easy to go there. It's okay if that's your first initial thought When someone shares a struggle, my ask of you is that you try to keep it in check, you rein it in, and you can say they are allowed to struggle even if they have different resources, different um, access to things than I do, okay? Their struggle doesn't take away from yours and vice versa. So try to keep that in perspective that we are all on this same earth trying to do our best and what you consider a struggle and your perception of that word and what it means in your life versus what it looks like in someone else's might be very different right the things that you've endured and your resiliency to things probably looks a lot different than the people around you. And it doesn't negate anybody's experience. So using that self-validating language to say, they can have their experience and mine is also still valid. And learning how to honor your own emotions while honoring other people's is incredibly powerful. For me to not resent Derek for saying he's tired, but rather be like, yeah, I get that. Same. Right? Even though it's different, we can do both. And honestly, guys, this is one of those things that's extremely liberating when you put it into practice. When you stop the comparison of like, other people have it worse, or I have it worse, or yeah, you should see so-and-so. You should be grateful. Don't don't put that on other people. Okay? And definitely don't put it on yourself. Just take every experience for what it is, not for what you think it should be. I'm tired and I'm grateful for the sweet baby who needs me in the middle of the night, right? Use and language as much as you can to honor opposing emotions, To make space for two things that are opposite. Because they can both exist at the same time. I've been telling you guys this for years, but and language is going to change your life. You guys are amazing. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.